loyal fans. <laughs> And people just meeting us for the first yes, time. Yes, and people just meeting us for the first time. Um, I'm Sal. I'm Ethan. And I'm Ben. And welcome to Back Issues, the show where I've read comics for my entire my entire life. Uh, I'm 31. I'm not ashamed to say it. And uh, I've been reading comics for like 25 years, and I'm a huge fan. And as such, as we comic book readers know, we've absorbed all this information rather than math and science and you know how to talk to women. We've learned so much about like who Galactus is and the Eternals and what multiversity is all about. And uh, these two uh, went outside and went camping and had friends and did other things with their childhood. And as a result, they don't know anything about what's happening in comics or what happened over not, the last... Not any. We know something. Well, that, yeah. well thanks little. to the show, they've actually learned quite a bit. But yeah. the idea is that, well, the conceit of the show was they don't really know much about what's going on. And they ask questions about stories, characters, plot lines, continuity that... We comic book readers take for granted. You know, if someone says, you know, okay, uh, if the Flash wants to go back in time, he's going to use the cosmic treadmill. And we're just like, wait, what? As comic book readers, we're like, well, yeah. How else is he going to travel back in time? But these two were like, what's the cosmic treadmill? Why is there a treadmill? Yeah. Where does it, what does it sit on? Yeah, who built it? Yeah. Yeah, where did it come they from? All kinds and of exact, why, why does it need to be a treadmill? Why can't it just run through space? Yeah, why, I thought he ran really fast. And then, you know, and there, there's no like way that a treadmill could actually make him faster. Yeah, no, I think he powers it up by right, by running like, on like it. his. So it's speed. like a Tesla coil or something like that. Well, it's like a generator or something. Yeah, I don't know. He has to get it know. to one point eight. One point, yeah. One point eight activates and since I don't know. <laughs> one point eight megabytes. Then explain it. So what are we? What are we doing? So today? today on back issues, we are doing Spider-Man Clone Genesis. It's not really called Clone Genesis. I, I don't think it is anyway. It's the original Clone Saga, the saga from Spider-Man that would inspire. A 90s era of comics that pe- would make people quit reading comic books, like <laughs> myself. Um, the, the, let me set the stage for you. It's sure. the 70s. Okay. Uh, Gwen Stacy has just been killed by the Green Goblin. Oh, shit. And everyone is distraught, especially Spider-Man comic book readers. Uh, <laughs> pre-internet, when you wanted to express your opinion with Marvel, with editorial, with writers... Uh, the people you would go, you, you, you would have to actually go to see them at their appearances, or you would have to write them a letter. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I remember there's a story. Uh, the guy who wrote the the guy who wrote the story of Gwen Stacy's death was Jerry Conway. And when Stan, hate mail did he get? He didn't get any because they because like even today people blame Stan Lee, and Stan mm-hmm. did an appearance at a college, and people. Picketed and yelled at him, and they like picketed. Where yeah. did they picket? They picketed like bring back Gwen Stacy. Like, well, but where did they go? They went to his appearance. Oh, okay. Anywhere he was going to be, they just... yeah, not like a picket. Well, they picketed line his appearance. Like he was going to go there and talk, and they showed up with picket signs, and they freaked out at him. Wow. And uh, the idea was, um, or the story goes that Stan, you know, was up, he's like, "What's the matter, everybody? Why, why, are you, why are you so upset?" And they were like, "You know, you killed Gwen Stacy." He goes, "I didn't quit kill Gwen Stacy. <laughs> Jerry did." And uh, so everyone started sending their hate <laughs> mail to Jerry. Nice. And like the main, and then he came back from that experience. He's like, "Is there any way we can bring back uh, Gwen Stacy?" Because <laughs> we do that all really the time, upset. right? Well, so, no, like, no. Uh, really? There used to be a, oh. a the the plan at Marvel. The like the, the mandate, if you will, was dead means dead at Marvel, which is like a joke today. <laughs> I mean, like. <laughs> So, uh, but back then, dead mean, it means dead. And the idea was, like, Stan had originally created Gwen Stacy as a perfect mate for Peter Parker, but then he created Mary Jane, and he was like, oh, I like Mary Jane more. She's more interesting. She's feisty and hot. And Gwen <laughs> Stacy's like, all right. Plus that red hair. Yeah, I love that. Plus she's named after marijuana. And uh, <laughs> in the 70s, we're big into that. Yeah. I never even noticed that before. That's amazing. Yeah. You the, never, that, actually, really? people have asked that question before. They're like, so is Mary Jane named after marijuana? And he's like... I never thought of that. I'm like, I never sure, thought of that. Sure, you didn't. Right. You invented stilt, man. I think you did. So, uh, uh, so anyway, <laughs> what are we gonna do today, Stan? I don't know. You should have some of this green goblin. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. I love that <laughs> green goblin. That's gonna I guarantee you that exists. I guarantee you. Yeah. There's a whole there's a whole Sinister Six line, and it just gets worse and worse. You get some electro, it makes the hair stand on the back of your neck. So, uh, dead men dead. Stands like kill Gwen Stacy. It'll be crazy. Wait, so that was his idea? Oh yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, so he really threw Jerry under the bus. More or less, yeah. Stan's very good at throwing people under the bus. Welcome. You say, like, your, your friends. Yeah. Well, we're all <laughs> friends of Stan Lee. We all love Stan, and so we all talk about him like we know him. We all right. say Excelsior a lot. Yeah, exactly. That's our battle cry. So, uh... The uh, so basically uh, Bucky, Captain America's sidekick, he right. had been dead. You know, their, Uncle Ben was dead. Gwen Stacy was dead. And dead bent dead at Marvel. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Bring her back." I don't know how, but don't use magic or anything because that's what DC does, and that's not what we do. So Jerry's okay. like, "Okay, I have to bring back a girl whose neck snapped and was buried. She's dead. There's no coming back." And he wrote and he read an article about cloning. And about how great that will be one day. Not even we've done it. Right. Just one day it'll happen. And so he's like, cloning, that'll work. She'll, we'll, we'll clone her, and she'll come back, and she'll just have all the same memories and experiences of the old Gwen Stacy, and that'll be good enough. How? How would she have the memories? <laughs> because... Because a clone is just a copy of a person, yeah, it's right? a copy that of a person. person has all those memories. No. No, I entirely agree with you, but that's their <laughs> thing. They like, grow it from, like, one cell. Yeah, oh, no, and they grow an adult Gwen Stacy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's not like it has to go through, well, like, they, a But they must have some, like, mechanism to get her memories into her head, right? Yeah, hypnosis. But that means what the person that? hypnotizing her has to have all of her memories. Yeah, but Would he does read her diary? I don't know. <laughs> it's never unclear as to what, how the jackal oh, what a actually, surprise. actually does uh, make hey, her remember. it's a spider buggy. Yeah, the spider mobile makes an appearance in this book. So, uh, so have you actually what you're explaining now? Is that actually in this book, or is that all pre? That's all pre. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. The idea was. Wait, wait. Where uh, did they get the DNA of Gwen? Well, State? I'll tell you. Uh, Gwen and Peter Parker went to Empire State University together, and they took a biology class with Professor Miles Warren, who was this creepy old professor who coincidentally looked a little bit like Stan Lee. Uh, he was doing an experiment in class, and everyone needed to provide a DNA sample. Okay. So, so uh, Peter agreed to this. Oh yeah. Well, they all did. It was a classic. Yeah. It was a class project. Like swap your mouth, put it in this petri dish. That's like a thing professors do. They use their students as guinea pigs. Exactly. Research. And Peter didn't have an issue with his Spider-Man DNA being displayed. No, back then he didn't really worry about that too much. It wasn't like because he's a college professor. What's he going to do? Well, he's going to clone two perfect humans, <laughs> adult people with their memories intact. Uh, oh the God, idea was he chose Peter too, didn't he? Oh yeah. Well, uh, okay. Uh, Miles Warren worked with a guy named Anthony Serba, and the two of them were uh, working on cloning, and uh, they were working on frogs at first, which is <laughs> a little bit less of a leap. Okay. And <laughs> well, that's an actual thing. Yeah, right? that's a thing. That scientists on puns here. Frogs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was Park pro- had the frog thing. So. That was probably the article he read. <laughs> and uh, so he, so, so Warren swapped petri dishes with Serba. Okay. Instead of the frog DNA, Serba cloned. Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy. And when he found out, found out, like he grew them, and he's like, oh, I got people instead. (laughs) These are getting a little bigger than frogs. frogs. I'll just keep going until they just. He he goes to Miles Warren and he says, you don't understand, we made a mistake, we actually cloned two humans. And Miles Warren accidentally murders Anthony Serva by trying to keep him quiet. He's like, of course, I I wanted you to clone humans. What are you, mad? And then he kills him, and he just through three panels transforms from Miles Warren to the villain, the Jackal. Because he hears a biology professor giving a lecture on jackals and he projects the murder onto the jackal. So he's like, I didn't kill Anthony Sir, but it was the jackal. He just projects it onto the first thing that he thought of. The first thing he hears. Thing it wasn't he even hears. that he thought of it, he yeah. heard it. Then he makes a jackal costume and he became the jackal. Okay. Uh, and the jackal appears in this book and the jackal was a major player in the Spider-Man clone saga during the 90s, but who cares? I've never heard of the jackal before. Hey, it's R2-D2. Hey, is he coming to the panel? No, he's just really loud. <laughs> R2, get in here! Don't bring no. him in here, he'll upstage us. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> All right. Yeah, so thank you. That. So, hmm. are we up to you the start of this book? We're at the start, okay. yes. Okay. Right. You bucket of bolts? I mean, the, 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 the story is really... Flim is Mysterio? Yeah, Mysterio shows up. Yay. But it's not the real Mysterio. Is it a clone? <laughs> no! Oh. But there's a, th- there's, a, there's a theme of, like, things aren't as they oh, seem. Okay. Mysterio has nothing to do with the story. He just appears. Okay. Uh, it's, actually a, it's actually an image that Mysterio created of himself. Well, okay. So, Incredibly dumb. this is all backstory, because Peter Parker doesn't know any of this. He's walking around. Gwen Stacy's in the ground. He's starting to date Mary Jane at this point. Okay. But he's not quite ready to commit. 
And all of a sudden, he starts thinking he's seeing Gwen Stacy places. And he thinks he's going crazy. Uh, Aunt May, in fact, sees Gwen Stacy, and she faints. Oh, wow. And it puts her in the hospital. Because Aunt May's, like, in and out of the hospital at this point. Wait, when you faint, you go to the hospital? She's, like, 108. I guess if you're old enough. If you're old enough, you fall down, and you're, like, 900, like Aunt May is. You go to the hospital. Okay. She's She's been ancient since... I think 1966, like since she was invented. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> she really should not be as resilient as she is. She's a tough New Yorker chick. She's like my grandma. My grandma from Brooklyn was like this this four foot five Italian woman, and uh, she lived there until she was 90, and then we finally moved her back into like a, a home. But uh, but during that time, she was this resilient old old broad. I had a great grandma that would live to be 96 who lived in New Jersey and like she would eat dandelion leaves all the time because she's like they're good for you and we're like okay that's not <laughs> sounds gross no that's... they are really good for you apparently let's pull the audience it. anybody eating dandelion leaves is that a thing I don't know. That sounds I've, like of, I've actually gotten salads at restaurants with dandelion leaves. So, and my grandma was really? ninety six. Yeah. I think Fair that's enough. proof enough. Yeah. All right, they're disgusting. They're disgusting. Yeah, that's because they're weeds. Yeah, they're not actually food. <laughs> no, dandelions are weeds. Yeah, the yeah, but leaves are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Mom is in the hospital. All right, so Aunt May goes to the hospital. She should have been dead. Uh, eventually, yeah, exactly. Uh, eventually, Gwen just appears in Peter Parker's apartment. Is this it? That's the, the reveal. Final panel right the there. reveal, if, if if you want to show He's just She's in his apartment. And he says, Gwen? Yep. And she's just chilling there. She's like, just there. Now, what does she think happened to her? She doesn't remember dying. In fact, everything that happened after her death, she doesn't remember. Oh. And she doesn't remember up to the death either? She doesn't remember dying either. She doesn't remember any of the story that happened. Okay. She doesn't remember the Green Goblin. She doesn't remember that Peter Parker's Spider-Man. Oh. Well, because... But she, does she remember that they were she never. Re- she never knew oh, that he was Spider-Man. Uh, uh, the, the fact was, she was one of the few girlfriends that Peter Parker's ever had that didn't know that okay. he was Spider-Man. Um, because Dr. Octopus killed her dad, Captain Stacy, and she blamed Spider-Man. So she's like, I'll never forgive Spider-Man for killing oh, my father. Okay. And in fact, uh, when... And that's when he's about to be like, okay. Yeah, pretty much. No, he's going to ask her to marry him and tell her everything. And then she's like, I'll never forgive Spider-Man. And he's like, oh, well, I'll just... Oh, well, never mind. Well, never mind. <laughs> oh, what was I going to ask you? Nothing. I was going to ask you what we wanted to do later. So, uh, crap, what was the other thing? Oh, so anyway, back to the, the When we do the talking. show, we cut out the There's a lot of stuff says. we cut Wait, out. What was I talking Wait, about? where was I? So it looks like, a lot more polished. It does, yeah. <laughs> this is the, the wonders of live panel. Um, <laughs> you get the uncut version. There was nothing else we could do as a panel. This was it. Yeah. It was just doing a back issue so we could do nothing. <laughs> like, we could talk. <laughs> like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> What's happening? Exactly. So, uh, anyway, the, the, the whole story boils down to... Miles Warren, when he was when he was a professor and he was teaching Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy, he fell in love with with Gwen. Oh, from afar. Okay. And he resented Peter Parker because he was dating her, and so his plan, ostensibly, was to clone Gwen so he could like have sex with it, <laughs> and he wanted to clone Peter Parker so he could beat it up. But when he found say, out, why would you clone Peter Parker if, if you if you really just want the girl? Because he hates him. Because he's dating the girl that he wants so he to clone him just to like kill him. Yeah, but like, but then why would he, he found... think he could beat him up? Oh, because he didn't know he was. Oh. But when he came out of the cast, when he came out of the cloning vessel, he's like got spider sense and spider. He's like, oh, you're Spider Man. Oh, oh well, no. this makes it even more interesting. Oh, jeez. So now you're actually re- responsible for the death of my beloved Gwen. So I'll become the jackal and I'll like torment you. <laughs> and that's also why he becomes the jackal. Well, he becomes the jackal. Well, yeah. Wait, already how, the jackal? Many people, how many people knew that Spider-Man was the one that killed Gwen Stacy? Everybody. The the police are chasing after him during this period because everybody saw him webline yeah, Gwen and her, bridge, right? and her was, neck like, snapped. Yeah. And then he actually I delivered that was a private moment. No, well that was a private moment. Then he delivered her body to the police and he's like Spider-Man murdered her and they're like what? Well then you're under arrest. Like okay. And then uh, that was a dumb thing for him to say because he was really upset. Yeah, he's really upset. But you so don't you tell, tell the that to your priest you or someone. your aunt. You don't tell the police. Well, he was distraught. He's holding the body of his girlfriend. Uh, all right, all right. That's rough. Oh come on! He can't even say like I tried to save her. And, and oh, he well, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty sad. But we, we're not talking about the night Gwen Stacy died. We're no. talking about the night Gwen Stacy came back to life. <laughs> now I'm reminded of that scene in High Fidelity where Jack Black is saying, "The night Gwen Stacy died." Is that, is that a thing? No, it's, he's talking about movie. someone else, like the, the the main woman's dad. Oh, it's like 
The night Lord's daddy died. Oh, what a night it really was. Then he just throws Gwen Stacy in there. No, I'm throwing. Oh, you are in there. okay. Never now mind. I'm there. watching his process. I'm this with is you the now. stuff that gets cut. It, yeah. <laughs> That's why I speak so little in the show. I say really dumb things. That's not true. You say great things that end up in tangents. Yeah. yeah. Tangents is our spin-off show if you don't watch. Yeah. It's the stuff that we cut it's out. It's the stuff I cut out that's funny. I throw it in there. Okay. So, so all right. So, I mean, what, like, so he meets Gwen Stacy and he's like, you're not real. No. Well, he, he's like, you're not real. You can't be. And he's like, right. you're He's like, freaks out at her. Okay. And then he leaves. Does he, does he actually, like, throttle her? Yeah. Like, he's like, he, like, wow. He's like, I, you're a, you're, oh, like, you're, I don't know what your game is, lady. That's okay. the line. I don't know what your game is, lady, but I'm out of I'm out of five thousand. Right. Okay. And uh, so he bolts. Wait, was the was Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy cloned at the same time? Yes. Did they come out at the same time? Wouldn't they just no. hang out together? No, no, no. Jackal kept the Peter Parker clone, and he kept him where? In his lair, like in a cage. Or yeah. does he like convince him to stay? No, he keeps. Like, him how in does a cage. he keep Spider-Man from escaping? He keeps him in a cage. Don't ask Spider-Man. me why. We never. We don't even meet the Peter Parker clone until the latter half of the. Until the last like tenth of the story. Oh, okay. Uh, so. But the Clone Saga in the 90s will actually explain all the backstory for you. And one day, we won't get there. And <laughs> so the idea was uh, he released the Gwen Stacy clone with like some idea of what's happening, but not all of what's happening, because he wanted to torment Peter Parker. He knew Peter Parker would see her around and freak out. Okay. It's all part of his master plan to, to humiliate him. And uh, <laughs> so... He uh, uh Jack actually in plan. this book. I don't see. He's all over the place. It's what does just, he look like? He looked like a, like scorpion. He's green and he looked like a is he like, like a goblin cat. creature. He looked like a goblin. Oh, but he's not a goblin. He's a jackal. I was gonna say. I saw one character in there that did not look like anything aside from a gremlin. Is this? Yeah, that's him. That's not a jackal. No, that's a that's a goblin. He looks like a is goblin. Is he old? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's he's so crazy. Yeah, he's a creepy he's got, like, old mentor professor. Oh you know, no, that's wrong. No, he looks like Mr. Leo. It's really weird. Uh, I was he's thinking he was dude. like a young professor who was just no, like, man, I'm no. just in the college, but there's a student that I'm really trying. Oh, this is even worse now. No, he's have- like 60. Does he have any abilities? Like, what does he do? He like jump around and stuff. <laughs> I mean, he's so really, no, no. I mean, so like, how could he possibly fight? Spider-Man? If you look at his costume, he's fit. Like he's a jacked sixty-five-year-old. That's right. Yeah, he's he... the jackal. <laughs> I'm the jackal. <laughs> so all right. All right. Uh, so the jackal winds up uh, breaking the tarantula out of jail to help him in his nefarious right, schemes. Because he doesn't have any abilities. No, because he's someone. just an old guy in a silly goblin and costume. Why does the tarantula help him? Because the tarantula is like a gun for hire. The tarantula I've is never a. Never even heard of the tarantula. That's because the tarantula sucks. The tarantula. Is like Doc Ock? Nope. He's just a. He's a Spanish guy in a red suit with a big tarantula, and he has a like, like a like a. Like a bandana over his head. Is he like bigger than Spider Man? Is he yeah. like because like, tarantulas are big spiders? Yeah, no, he's does, just, he's exactly the same. Physique. Does he hang out in bunches of bananas? <laughs> no. Surprise you once. It surprise you and scare the hell out of you. No. He also, unlike tarantulas, has really sharp pointed daggers at the ends of his feet, which he uses to stun his enemies. There's a panel in here okay. where he stuns a guard after he escapes from prison, and it's he stabs him in the heart, and it says it just says. So he's dead, right? <laughs> he's like, I have stunned my foe, and now I flee. Like, <laughs> how many people do you think you've been stunning? Like, you're a mass murderer. You're watered by several criminal organizations. Like, you are a you are a felon, sir. You have murdered hundreds of people. No, I stunned them, and they were so stunned. I stunned them right in the no, heart. No, I stunned them. They totally stopped and dropped to the ground and stopped <laughs> the breathing. The wind left their lungs. And it they... simulates death. It's that venom that makes people think. Yeah, they're dead. like a tarantula. <laughs> yeah. They're like, sir. First of all, tarantulas don't stun anyone. <laughs> Second of all, they don't have venom. And third of all, you're killing people with your feet. He just, have venom. he just takes off his bandana. Oh, what have I been doing with my life? <laughs> oh, no. God. <laughs> the other thing is he, he makes his patented tarantula shoes in prison. He's so in, like, he didn't have them before? Well, no, he had them like as the tarantula. Oh, they, but then he went to jail. Them. And then he's like, i got to escape. So he like goes to the mill at, at the jail. And he like mills out some shoes <laughs> with daggers. 
Daggers on the shoes. Yeah. So he could stab people with his they feet. They come out of the front of his okay. shoes, so he's like, ha-ha! Are they hidden in the shoe? Or is no! Just... <laughs> they are prominently out there. You they don't retract. You don't know, you're not allowed to do that in prison. <laughs> yeah, how would he... No! That's why he fucks the guard. So anyway, uh, Tarant... That's, that, that's literally I'm all... i find this page. Where is this? It's 123. Oh, 123. Okay. No. 120? 120. It's really small. I went it's... to the... Oh, I see it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's when he breaks out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I got it now. Anyway, Tarantula plays a really small part in this role, but he's so funny I wanted to bring him up. Uh, <laughs> he's he an old guy, kind of too. Old? He's just an old dude with glasses. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have any powers either? No. Well, he's like has good agility, and he's a, he's like kind of strong. Okay. <laughs> Together we'll be the geriatric friends. Exactly. <laughs> I love that Jackal's first decision was to recruit the tarantula, yeah. another lame villain that couldn't do anything. We see like a total. There's we introduce Cyclone in this story, a French supervillain who can have wind powers, like Storm. Like Storm, only all he does is tornadoes. Oh, okay. Uh. Spider-Man kicks his ass and then goes back yeah, to America. Yeah, he looks like he sucks. He sucks. He's, he's a French supervillain. He doesn't even... <laughs> like, he only torments Paris. He's not the French. Ah. Yeah, I saw so that's the... the thing. Like, he never he never sets his sights bigger than Paris. He's always just like, Aha, I will destroy you. I don't even know what he's... He's introduced in the story and then he's quickly dispatched. You never really see the, tr- the cyclone again. He, who is this guy? Ah, his... uh, I don't remember who that is. <laughs> again, another utterly disposable say multiple character. Men, but... No, he's just that the artist when he wants to draw a character moving fast, he draws many different characters on the same page. Oh, well, that's confusing. That's really confusing. Yeah. All right. Anyway, they don't matter. Uh, is there is there a like plot well, like a running well, like theme the problem, to this book or is it? This is you actually it jump all over the because it just looks like he just fights different villains. Oh, it does. It jumps all over the place because the problem with a Spider-Man collected volume uh-huh. is that Spider-Man has been one continuity since 19. 66. Okay. So it's never... It, it, it's always an ongoing story. Okay. So, like, it, it was only... It beginning or end. Yeah, and right. it's only been recently that they've been... And when I say recently, the last, like, decade, that they've been thinking, like, hey, we'll collect them. We'll write the stories to be collected into, like, six, ten, four-issue volumes. Okay. Before, with this kind of thing, it just... The, 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 the clone epic sprawled over many issues, over many months, and the people who are collecting this back in, like, the 90s, because this was collected to capitalize on the clone saga's popularity, uh. which is, like, yeah. <laughs> I was so... My mom got me this for my birthday. She's like, hey, you like that Spider-Man? Here you go. Here's the, here's the thing that made you quit comics. And I was like, oh. But it was actually the first clone saga, so I was like, oh, okay. It's, maybe it's better. Maybe it's better. It's not. Spoilers. <laughs> And uh, pick it up today. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, the, the, but the the real plot is it's so simple. Miles Warren clones Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy. The Gwen Stacy clone shows up. And Peter Parker doesn't know all of that. Okay. Miles Warren reveals himself as the Jackal, and well, he he unveils himself as the Jackal and as Miles Warren. Oh. He doesn't even meet the Jackal until like he's. He's like, who are you? He's like, I'm the Jackal. And Miles Warren. And he's like, oh, that's weird. I don't know either of you. No, he knows Miles Warren because oh, okay. he went to school. Oh, right, 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 professor. right, right. Yeah. And uh, so they, uh, the Tarantula and the Jackal capture Spider-Man. How? Uh, the Tarantula stuns him. <laughs> right, I forgot. He can stun people. And now for the finishing move, <laughs> I will stun you. And he looks like a luchador. Like he like talks mm. like a wrestler, and he has like a wrestling kind of mask. Okay. We've been talking about how like in Nightfall when they introduce Bane, he these guys were like he's a luchador, and I'm like they don't play up the luchador thing at all. He just yeah. has a cool mask, and they're like no, it's a luchador mask, and I'm like no. That's just what masks looked like in the 90s. He just looks cool. But they insisted, but he no. Doesn't. And then, went, but no. <laughs> he looks lame. People who don't read comics who make Batman movies in the 90s, named Joel Schumacher, also <laughs> made the same leap in logic, and so they made him into a luchador. I see. It's all Joel Schumacher's fault. Most of it is. Most of every most comic book movies you can blame on Joel Schumacher. The Phantom, all those Batman movies. Yeah. Superman no, only lives. The, only, the, only two of them, right? What? 
No, three, three, yeah, two of them. Yeah, three and four are horrible. Yeah, and two is pretty boring. I'm sorry to say. Was Tim Burton though? Tim, no. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I'm talking about Superman. Oh, I'm talking about Batman. Yeah. Yeah, no, same thing. No, same thing. No, whatever. Yeah, no, Batman Returns is boring. All right, so... Uh, wait, two? Yeah. No, it's awesome. Is it oh, awesome? With the penguins and they shoot the rockets and stuff? That's the only thing you remember is the penguin shot rockets. <laughs> Dan DeVito is a penguin. penguin. Yeah. <laughs> and he's really cool. He bites a guy's nose off. That's like the thing that. that... That was the most cringing moment in the theater for me ever. When he bites that guy's nose? He bites nose? that guy's nose. Yeah. He doesn't bite it scary. off. He just bites it. Oh, yeah. Whatever. I thought he bought it, bit it off. Well, it I, never, I never looked. My nose could be gushing blood. Yeah. Right. And they're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. creepy. Eat it, Brad Majors. Um, no, that movie's fantastic because you introduce a Catwoman. Catwoman is awesome. A really intricate story with Batman, and they go back and forth. Maybe I, not people who read comics Catman, hate Catwoman and that because she's wrong. Like, do they do Catwoman like totally messed up? Yeah. Oh. See, Catwoman to me, that's doesn't get Catwoman. Catwoman powers by getting licked and bitten by cats <laughs> in an alley. Catwoman doesn't have powers. No, no, it, she doesn't have powers in that movie. She just kicks people. No, she does have powers. She, she has nine lives. No, I, well, and I always thought she felt that she had nine lives, but really she just wouldn't stop. Nope. Yeah, she just has good endurance. Yeah. No, I, she's I just think she's crazy. I don't know. Because she, she does. Di- well, no, she doesn't die. Oh. Well, like, she dies nine times in that movie. Well, he shoots no, her nine times, like, but I just assumed she was no, bleeding she, out No, he shoots slowly. her four times. She, yeah. Penguin kills her, Shrek kills her, Batman kills her, and then Shrek That's shoots her says. three or four more times. I didn't think she was actually dying No, me either. No, she like She was like, uh, you killed me, but, like, no, nah, I just kind of hurt you. Yeah. And you acted like you died because you have the nine lives, like, thing in your head. No, like, I really yeah. thought she had nine lives. Maybe. That's my first. <laughs> anyway, you know what? Tim Burton, talking about Catwoman. I guarantee you, Tim, Tim Burton would just give it to you. He'd be like, "Yeah, probably." Yeah, yeah. I love the magic of movies, and uh, I hate Tim Burton. He's such a jerk. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Clone book. Catwoman. Oh wait, Spider Man. <laughs> so, uh, so Miles Warren captures Spider Man. Right. Gwen Stacy was actually like a sleeper agent. Like, she still thinks she's Gwen Stacy, but she also, when she was given a trigger word, okay. betrays Spider-Man. So, this is the Cold War. I mean, like, yeah, kind of. Soviet spy. Yeah, except nobody's foreign in this book. Right. Like, so no one's a stand-in for a yeah. sphere. Except, no, they would have just done that. <laughs> they would just cre- they were okay. creating terrible villains left and right. They would have created a Russian villain. Okay. They would have retconned that Miles Warren was a Russian expatriate. And he was actually a KGB agent or something, no. and that's why he can kick ass and take names. Okay. But no, he's just a guy. Who he's knows just an how old to creeper to plant. in a goblin mask that he calls a jackal. Okay, and he can also clone humans, defying science. And he can hypnotize people and give them trigger words to make them bad and guys. and give them their memories and give them memories. This guy's abilities are astonishing. It is so really he does have special powers. Okay, yeah, he's got the special power of bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> he has the special powers of convenience. Yeah. So, like many uh, comic book characters. I have, I <laughs> have a lot the of editor's power. Yeah, I have the power of nobody asks these questions. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Spider... Oh, by the way, they throw him off of the Brooklyn Bridge. Spider-Man? Like a, yeah. They chain him up. They throw him off the Brooklyn Bridge as like a and poetic... Like He probably dies. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> Spoilers. He webs... Uh, he, he throws out a web line, sticks to the Brooklyn Bridge, hits the wall, and then knocks himself unconscious. Then he wakes up later and the police have got him and they're taking the chains off because they're like, because of the hubris of the police. If anyone's in the back, you could come forward. There's no reason to stay back there. Unless you want to slip out while we're not looking. So the... Uh so the police are like, oh, we're going to capture Spider-Man. Look, he's been given to us on a silver platter. Quick! The, poli- the, the press are on their way, and the captain's on his way. Take the chains off so that it looks like we caught him, and it look- <laughs> makes it looks like we overpowered him. Yeah. yeah. So they, they take the chains off, and he's like, later! And he leaves, and then like there's like three or four panels dedicated to like the police captain reaming out this cop, and the cop <laughs> holding a hat in his hand sheepishly going like, oh no, what am I going to do? There's a scene, there's so many asides in this book where it's like, what are you doing? There's a scene in this in this book where there's a couple in a Volkswagen Beetle and they're stalled at a red light and the jackal <laughs> the jackal wears a bus driver's uniform to mm. trick 
Spider-Man into getting on it. Okay. But once he gets on it, he takes off his hat and he's the Jackal. But he's been wearing the Jackal costume. He just had a hat on. <laughs> and he's like, surprise! And you're like, who fell for this? <laughs> what, Wait, what was, he had like the ears and everything? Yeah. He just had the hat the jacket on. <laughs> Which shows you how much people pay attention right. to our public officials. So anyway, uh, so the, the Volkswagen's sitting there, the bus is careening out of control, and there's this scene between the two couple where she's like, move the car, George. And he's like, I can't, the, the car won't start. She's like, move the car, George. And then it hits the Volkswagen, the Volkswagen flips, spins, and then sits there, and they're both seat belted in the Volkswagen upside down, and she says, I told you to move the car, George. Like, how much real estate are we going to give these people? We're going to go home with them and meet their parents? Like, what is happening? They got to fill pages, man. They got to fill pages. Of these stupid, jokey characters. Yep. Anyway. I think it's how resilient the Beatle is. That's true. Maybe it's, it's a commercial advertisement. Yeah. yeah. It's product placement right yeah. there. That's called, uh, that's called native advertising, <laughs> by the way. It's where you hide ads. Make really? That's, think... a, that's an actual word. Oh, yeah. Okay. Native advertising is where you create ads that look like actual content. And you trick the user into clicking on it or going to it or looking at it. You know like those awful commercials where it's a news report? And they're like, this yeah. just in. Yeah. Tide has the best soft... <laughs> like, that's native advertising. Do they do that in comedy? Do they? <laughs> I just blew your mind. I mean, like, they didn't hear. Okay. This is just a joke right. that Jerry... But do they now? Because that seems like something they would do now. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm sure they do. Think about all the in- different independent books that are out there that probably have people that are just making contracts left and right. There's no way that any... I make independent comics. There's no way a, a company's going to be like, hey, have yeah. them drink this soda. Yeah. No, it would be in a, like a major... Yeah. yeah. But major stuff like Disney owning Marvel? Probably. Yeah. All right. Uh, so anyway, native advertising. You just learned a lesson. <laughs> if, you never walk, if you walk away with anything, you just found out that native advertising is deliberately made to trick you. Uh, by the way, it's also on a website where it like looks like it's a new article, and you yeah. find it's a, yeah, yeah, I hate that's that. native advertising. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so the jackal, right? Uh, so the jackal, <sighs> the jackal. What is uh, his plan? His plan after, is after because he, he knows Spider Man wasn't gonna die. Okay. Wait, I have. I, I'm sorry. I have a huge issue with this now. Mm-hmm. The jackal's entire plan was to. Kidnap Gwen Stacy because well, no, he, he was, wanted to be with her. No, he's going to clone Gwen Stacy because like, Gwen Stacy already died. Right, right. He cloned her. Yeah. He wanted to be with her. Yeah. But he, he also. He gave her her own memories. Yep. But he included a trigger word. Well, he included all kinds of trigger words. Yeah. That made her attack Spider Man. Why didn't he just include a trigger word that's like, you're my girlfriend now? Oh, he did that too. Well, he also wants to get Spider Man. Yeah. Like that's the other that's part. The, of it. That's the downfall of every villain is that they could just leave. I mean, he he can clone adults from single cells. He should just become a rich man. A rich man yeah. by cloning things. Like yeah. he can work for the army and make soldiers right. or anything. No, but I got the person I wanted to be with, right. and I have this miracle technology. Unless I destroy Spider-Man, my life isn't. That's right. Happy. Right. That's the downfall of every supervillain. Yeah. So. Uh, otherwise, you wouldn't really, have a book. That is really dumb. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Jackal captures Spider-Man again. This time, he stuns Spider-Man. He put clo- he put poison on his uh, Jackal claws, and he claws Spider-Man. Spider-Man isn't a very good hero. No, he's getting captured by these villains who yeah. have no. Well, they needed to, to get to this thing, so he's like, they wrote him like an idiot. <laughs> But he's also, like, kind of new at this. Like, okay. he's still in college, and he's just kind of, you know, whatever. All right. This is the... So this he captures is, him again. By the way, this is the era that Marvel wants to get back to. This is these stories they needed to be able to tell. They were like, we can't tell these kinds of stories with a married Spider-Man in this, like, new 90s and 2000s era. Like, we got to get back to the old Spider-Man, the good Spider-Man. The stories where we meet couples in Volkswagens and the tarantula reigns supreme. So... Right. Whatever. Anyway, uh, Jackal explains everything. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Uh, really? You really can't wait for it, or you're like sarcastically? It, it's going to be cool. Okay. Because Dan Slott writes Spider Man well. He knows the character, he loves the continuity, but he also knows that he can't, like, tell this story anymore. Yeah. He just tells a story I want to read, <laughs> or that but, I, that I find good now characters. that I'm 30. Right. So, like,. He uh, so anyway he explains the whole plot to Spider Man. Okay, and then he oh he reveals his plan. Yeah, oh, we got we got five minutes. Of course. Oh crap! All right, well let's wrap it up. <laughs>
Well, we have technically five minutes. I so think we can go, go over a little bit. We can go. I don't know. So anyway, he wakes. He uh, Spider Man wakes up from being stunned. Okay. And across from him is Spider Man. Dun dun dun. And yeah. they both think they're Peter Parker. Right. And they both think they're Spider Man. And you don't know, right? As the reader, which one's you which? You don't. That's cool. And their friend and colleague, Ned Leeds, who worked for the Daily Bugle, let's get into that in another episode, <clears throat> he is wired to a bomb that is genetically designed to be disarmed only by the genetically pure, real Spider-Man. Wait. No. Stop. I'm sorry. A clone is genetically, genetically identical to yes, the it's clone from. That's what makes it a clone. Yeah, but... No. So, <laughs> you're right, but you're wrong. So these yeah. Spider-Men are tripping over themselves to try and get to Ned Leeds because they know the bomb's going to go off. Okay. The bomb also has a, has a counter. By the way, I think it takes place in Shea Stadium, so they're going to blow up Shea Stadium. Good. Couldn't get away with now. So Yeah, right? So, like, it's uh, Shea Stadium. Who cares? Yeah, well, it doesn't, they didn't. They did blow it up. It's gone. They yeah. built a new one. It's not there anymore. Yeah. So... Because it was blown up by a supervillain yeah. who was trying to kill. Anyway, Peter. that's what—that's the real story behind yeah. the stadium yeah. destruction. Yeah, it was the jackal. <laughs> so, two Spider-Men are beating up each other, and the jackal and the Gwen Stacy clone. Wait, why are they beating each other up? Because they're trying to get to the bomb, and they're both like, "Well, you're the well, clone. you're not the real one." Yeah, yeah well, no, okay. but, yeah. So that they're both tripping over themselves because they're like, "Hey, we have to disarm the bomb, so we have to agree that I'm the <laughs> that I'm the real one." So they get to the so they're 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 fighting each other to get to it, and the jackal and Gwen Stacy are watching it from the stands and Gwen eating has, popcorn yeah he's having a blast he's got a foam finger on says die Spider-Man <laughs> pretty much and uh, Gwen Stacy overwrites her programming and she's like look at them they're killing each other you're a horrible man you're not a you're not a good man you're a jackal or something and she rip, <laughs> and she takes off his mask and then she rips it in half and he says dear lord you're right I killed Anthony Serba not the jackal completely complete turn <laughs> for no reason for no reason you then, broke my stuff and I've had an opinion yeah. yeah, so he jumps up, he breaks he he breaks Ned Leeds free from the bomb, okay. which sets it off. Oh. Ned Leeds is saved by Spider-Man. Which Spider-Man? Miles Warren blows up in the explosion. So the only survivors are one of the Spider-Men, Gwen Stacy, and Ned Leeds. And you don't know which And you Spider-Man. don't know which Spider-Man it is. And then the next issue is him is the surviving Spider-Man going like, man. I wonder if I'm the real one or the clone. So he goes to Dr. Kirk Connors, his friend the lizard. He gives him his genetic material, and he says, you got to figure out if I'm the real one or not. He, uh... <clears throat> but you can't. They're clones. Right, but, they, you, he, but you can, because science. Okay. So he, uh... So then, uh... Connors works through the night. Uh, Dr. Alistair Smythe uh, attacks Spider-Man, and Spider-Man is about to die. He's about to be crushed by this giant spider slayer. And he is like, why should I bother fighting? I'm probably just a clone anyway. And he goes, wait, but I should I should live because I love Mary Jane. Oh. So that, that, is that, that when he realizes and he, he goes, Mary Jane? But, and a clone wouldn't remember to love Mary Jane. Why not? Because it didn't have an emotional reaction because it's a fake. But it has his memories. Yeah, but no. <laughs> and and Gwen Stacy just broke her programming because she saw the two yes, fighting clearly each other. They clearly they're capable of emotions. Yeah, clearly they're capable of emotions. But he justifies he it just and says, needs like, to believe that yep. they're not. So then he breaks free, he breaks into Connor's lab, steals the results, and then throws them off a building because he doesn't need to read them because he knows he's the real Spider-Man. By the way, if you right. need to destroy anything, you throw it off of a building. You don't burn it. Nope. You don't <laughs> trash. But you, the oh, other you need it to come back. The other thing you need to do is when you're done figuring out you're the real Spider-Man, you take the body of your dumb clone and you throw it in a smokestack. Because that's what he does. And then in like 25 years later... From which it will never return. From which it will never return until until 25 years later when it does and it's a mess and it ruins comics almost forever. And that's where we'll leave off on our back issues tangent. I want to thank you all for watching. I am Sal. I'm Ethan. I'm I'm disappointed in this book. Uh, for now, since no, since R2D2 won't be breaking down the door right away, we can take some <laughs> questions if you want. Uh, we can also reactions to Spider-Man Clone Genesis. There's a lot that happens that doesn't matter. There's like a, we do this in every the episode. Vulture was in there at the end. Well, it's not the Vulture. They're oh. actually just robots that Alistair Smythe created to humiliate and destroy Spider-Man. And that's at the end of the book. That's the last. Does that issue. like lead into another story? No. Okay. It's just a bunch of they trials just it in there because it'd be cool. Okay. Yeah. Got it. There you go. So this was, by the way, Jerry Conway's way of t- giving us Gwen Stacy back. 
for a little while, right? Like well, she, goes, she leaves, by the way. She's like, I can't be Gwen Stacy. I have to be somebody else. Goodbye. Even though, as it's, far as she knows, she is Gwen Stacy. Yes. Like, you could just stay. And right, but Stacey. she's like, no, but like... No. But she's not? Like, well, she, she realizes she's a clone, so she's like, I'm not Gwen Stacy. Well, here's the thing. Later, when real cloning science came out... <laughs> They were like, that's impossible that a like practically a community college professor cloned two adult humans. So this character from Marvel called the High Evolutionary, whose like job it is to like create perfect like evil uh, evolutionarily per- like superior beings, he shows up because he hears that this community college professor created clones, and he's like, I'm creating genetically superior beings with magic and shit. How is it your making clones like that's not possible and in fact he establishes it's not possible Miles Warren was stricken with grief he found a chick who kind of looked like her and he like messed her up to look like Gwen Stacy and then hypnotized her into thinking she was Gwen Stacy's clone that actually makes way more sense that makes much less sense because how do you get the Spider-Man oh they didn't explain oh the Spider-Man oh I don't know By the way, the, the 90s clone saga then says, no, the high evolutionary was working for someone else, and it's actually the way it was in the 70s. So here's the other so great thing about... They undid the retcon, so they re-retconned the retcon. Here's another thing about having the other Spider-Man. Yeah. How did he get a new suit? Oh, how did he get the jackal the made it. The jackal made it. <laughs> the jackal's as smart as Spider-Man yep. also. And, and can perfectly like, replicate Spider-Man's web formula. There are so many threads of logic that you could pull and unravel the sweater in just the Spider-Man appearance. Right. Just the Spider-Clone. how did he make the suit? how did he know to make the web shooters? how did he know the composition to make the web fluid? How did he make them... How did he give him his memories? Right. How did he make both of them not remember the thing that happened just last a minute, like just ten minutes ago? How did he make a bomb that was genetically sensitive to one Spider-Man? Also, why have an assistant that is thinking that you're cloning petri dishes of frogs? <laughs> why don't you just be like, all right, well, go home for the night. I will start up again tomorrow, and just do it yourself. Why would you have? Why would you try and dupe someone else into doing because it? Because the you first have the technology. The first step of leadership is delegation, my friend. And Miles Warren, aka the Jackal, is a leader. A leader of one. <laughs> a leader kind of, of. Oh, he leads the tarantula. <laughs> anyway, uh, clone Genesis. Oh my God. Any questions, comments? This is what we do every oh, day. Oh, we got all right. All right, right in the front row. Yeah, sure. So, do you think this clone um, era was comparable to how people walked away from comics with uh, Amazing Spider-Man 700 into Superior Spider-Man and the backlash against Dan Slott? Oh, you think like at the time that it comp- that it's comparable? Like this yeah. is a reaction? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, like every. I mean, like the letters pages and the reaction to like people at conventions back in the day versus today is almost identical. The only thing the internet's done is given the More same people. amount of people who hate comics or who love comics but hate them as well an opportunity to directly message those people. <laughs> it used to be you'd have to like go because like here's the thing like a lot of. Uh, creators will tell you that like they get a lot of vitriol on Twitter and Facebook and like online and on forums and stuff but when they're at conventions no one shows up and goes like hey you're a hack I hate you like it right. never happens right. and it did happen in a dance slot one time but he diffused that situation one guy waited on the line for him and was Ooh. and he's just like there's all these people who want his comics and like him like oh that makes me even more angry and he gets there and he's like oh my god if you sing this hell you and so it's like okay let's hear him and he's like oh I wasn't prepared for you to actually treat me like a human being uh, well anyway you're a, you're a hack and I hate you and you changed all these things. That's cool, man. Well, listen, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but let me tell you a couple of inside secrets about what I'm going to do in the next couple of issues that'll maybe change your mind. And he's like, oh. He's like, you're awesome, bye. But then he couldn't let go of his rage enough, so this man cloned Dan Slott. So there was another question in the back. Yes. Mike. What do you think's more like confusing or like no logic. Yeah, what do you guys think? Flashpoint. Uh, uh, no, hang on. Flashpoint's well, more direct. I like the fact that Flashpoint messes up time travel so well that it infuriates me. Yeah, you were mad. I, you were mad. <laughs> that was the only one you were really yeah, mad You have about. two ways to do time travel. You either go back in time and then it changes the future while you're doing it. 
or you go back in time and it doesn't change the future and everything that you do progressively changes. Mm-hmm. It's not like a snap flash. It's just like... And they do both in that and they mess it up so like, Well, clearly there's more than two ways. Yeah. Also you could also both create... at the same time. You could create an alternate timeline. You could... Yeah. Uh, you could... Yeah. There's also the self-correcting universe. Yes, the like, self-correcting. Yeah. That's the thing. Like where like you go back in time, you change something, and the universe is like, oh, it's per- perfectly fine. Or it's like you. There's causality will prevent you from being able to change the future. Like if like you go back in time, loop. Well, if you go back in time to kill your grandfather, causality will prevent you from being able to do it. Right. That's an actual theory. Magic like will stop monkeys. you. Right. There's no way that that is. No. Yeah, like if you saw the movie Twelve Monkeys, that's, Wait, a, that's a loop. I mean, time travel is impossible. So you need the power. You need the power of a thousand exploding suns in order to actually go back in time at all. Or you yeah. could just throw something into the sun. Yeah. Right. Anyway, uh, so I would, I would say, well, go ahead. So like that that messes me up just because like they got the science of it wrong. This is just dumb. <laughs> like this, this poorly written. This is just silly. Like, He's an old professor who is creeping on a younger student. That's that's gross. You've got the fact that he's apparently smart enough to create cloning, and yet is and Spider-Man's dumb, webbing and, and Spider-Man's webbing and, and all of that, plantation. and yet dumb enough to realize that his plan isn't going to work. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he doesn't get that. Yeah. Well, he can't see the forest for the trees. And and he's just like, well, I've got Gwen, and uh, this is what I really <laughs> wanted. But if I if I don't destroy Spider-Man, I won't be happy. She's like, no, man. Take your losses. You, yeah. All right, don't destroy Spider-Man. By the way. Let's say go. Go be a creeper somewhere. Yeah. By the way, it's been retconned in thanks to the 90s clone saga. That Miles Warren that blew up, he was a clone. <laughs> the real Miles Warren <laughs> genetically enhanced himself to be an actual jackal man. Like a, like the animal jackal? No, like, like that. No, like this creature. stupid goblin thing. <laughs> this one is more infuriating. And then yeah. he and then he creates an army of clones of Gwen. Of course, that he like sleeps with and stuff. It's gross. That's, that is really weird. By the way, uh, just to make it contemporary, Deadpool one time finds one of Miles Warren's secret cloning facilities, and he like and he finds all these cl- all these Gwens, and he's like jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, uh, yeah. So I think I think this is probably the most confusing. I think Flashpoint's a little more direct. I think Flashpoint's really confusing. I think this is really lazy. <laughs> yeah, you can explain yeah. this by just being like, I don't know. Yeah. Cuz, just cuz. Cuz, move on. Who yeah. cares? Who cares? It's comics. Shut up. She's back. Yeah. Look, I, I brought her back. This is what you guys wanted. Yeah. Don't question it. Yeah. I'll kill her again. That's the thing. It, the funny thing I like about this is that it deals with really mature themes, but it gives it to you in such a way that, like, it's okay to read it even though you're, like, 11 or 12. Right. Like, yeah. it's creepy and weird, but it's like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. You know, like, when you're when you're 9 or 10, it's just all these great cartoon characters having a great time. Yeah. And then when you're, like, 30, you're like, what a dark movie. Yeah, like, characters that are drinking and having problems and going through depression. And Jessica Rabbit. Yikes. Yeah, like that's. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna hum that movie again the other day, and I was like, "This is not this is dark." Children. And by the fact, way, but it is. I'm gonna ruin Roger Rabbit for you really quick. You know, Bill Murray was originally desired for the role of Eddie Valiant. Wow, doesn't that kill you? <laughs> he doesn't have an agent. Bill Murray, when he needs, when he gets roles, like people call a phone number and they leave a voicemail, and then he checks it, and if he likes the pitch, he goes. That's how he picks movies. And they couldn't get him on the phone. And then when he so found he out, by the way, Rabbit. when he found Good. out about it, he was like, "I would have done that in a heartbeat." I should have been in that movie. Yeah. And I'm like, "Yes, but we got Bob Hoskins." Yeah, Bob Hoskins is great in that, and film. he's amazing. But Bill Murray and Roger Rabbit would have yeah. been amazing. It would have been a very different feel for Eddie Valiant, but I like, I like this like schmuck of a oh yeah, he's a great detective. I didn't even know he was he was British until way later. Yeah, no one knew. No, American audiences were like, "What?" Why is he doing an accent? And he can't be British. Yeah, he's an alien. Exactly. <laughs> Any other questions? Which is really fun when. Yes. Uh, Sorry. Okay. It's always been difficult to categorize. It's always kind of hard to categorize your opinions on the episodes. From, in the episodes, what would you say of all the each of you? What would you say of all the uh, facts you've covered? What would you say your favorites were? Favorites. <sighs> from our twenty-five episodes of back issues, we count today. I'd have to see a list of them. Well, let's just do it. Uh, nope. <laughs> I tried to remember the first one. I couldn't off the bat. Venom. Venom Returns, yeah. Gen 13, Night, uh, and then I'll just do it indiscriminately. Superior Spider-Man, Nightfall, uh, Spider-Man Clone Genesis, uh, Flashpoint, Siege, Secret Invasion, Civil Flashpoint War. The art's really great. Andy Kubert, the Kubert School's here, by the way. Andy Kubert does an amazing job with that book. We almost did Batman vs. Predator. Andy Kubert draws that, too. So good. 
We would have had a very different conversation today if I Yeah, it would, it would have been like, this is fantastic. Been like, why did they make that movie? A lot less insulting and funny. Yeah, but this is more in line with what you say. Favorite episode? My favorite episode might be. Yeah, I'll let you. Mine might be Nightfall. Just because there's so much in there, and Batman is a great subject to get into. Yeah. But Nightfall is so atrocious. Yeah. I like our House of M episode. That was good. That was a good one? Yeah. It was really right when we got our, our groove going. Yeah. That was the first one to hit 1,000 views, right? It was. Yeah. It was the most popular episode of ours at that time, so that kind of has a special Big place for me. I also love the first episode. Yeah. The first episode for me is so much fun because it's like... It's it's with just no us in the kitchen. There's no prep, yeah. and as opposed to this well-oiled machine we have going for you right now. <laughs> but uh, but it was it, we had no idea. Oh, I forgot we were in the kitchen at that point. Yeah, we were in the yeah. kitchen we at my house. Store. We were just like, <laughs> yeah. I think episode two, we were like, okay, like after episode one, we were like, that's good. We have to we need a location. Yeah. And uh, thankfully, it is at Funny Books Comics and stuff in Lake Hiawatha, New Jersey. <laughs> Stop on out. by the booth upstairs, funnyrama.com. Tell Steve the back issue sent you. Yeah. Yeah, this is the shame. We like, to, we, do we have to for so long transition to the next thing because it's almost. Yeah, we gotta get out of here. What? Oh yeah, what's oh, your favorite episode? What about Old Man Logan? I know you're a fan of that. Yeah, that's a, yeah. <laughs> what's he gonna do with that? Elephant? It might be, it might be Old Man Logan. <laughs> I don't know. I like them all. I like them all. I I guess yeah. I guess I should say that because that has the most things that I remember. Like, like it's true. I remember from. Yeah. By the way, we are uh, we people have been asking us to make merchandise and shirts. We did make the uh, Ultron 8 is, is is a better father than you'll ever be yeah. t-shirt. So we couldn't fit all that on a shirt, so we just... It's also it. that it, no one would wear that. Even if you like the quote, yeah. you're never going to buy that. Yeah. Like, but it's inspired by that comment. Inspired by that comment, we have an Ultron uh, shirt uh, per, for pre-order upstairs at our booth. If you want it, uh, it's like 18 bucks. We'll yeah. do, we'll it's, a, it's a sweet design. Yeah. yeah. Tiffany did it. Yeah. So... She's our tech expert yeah. and also does yeah, bonus kind of round. Expert, and yeah. does bonus round. Yeah. You're some kind of expert, all right. So after this is the, the trivia, trivia contest. contest. So stick around if you want to win some cool prizes, and uh, I'll be hosting that as well so you can see this great, awesome stuff happening again. Anyway, check us out on Thursdays, and of course, Monday through Wednesday, we do Off the Rack. Yes. All at youtube.com slash Littlehouse. Or you can also bug us on Reddit. Yeah, and we have booth upstairs. Yeah, we got a booth. You'll find all that out upstairs. You know, we don't need to waste your time with that anyway. So yeah, uh, thanks so much for coming, guys. Really, really appreciate it. Yeah, it was so great to see actual fans of the show. Yeah, it was so great. Thank you. Thank you. By the way, you should come up and take a look at this character who is apparently the jackal, and tell us if you think he looks like a jackal. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He does not. Spoiler. He does not. Question. Question. Yeah. How much do you want to tip over to R two D two? Oh, a lot. <laughs> right now, like, give it a, I, I do, but I do not I love that R2. I, it's so great, and he built it. It's a real working R2. It plays music, but it's actually better than R2 because it plays music. Yeah. I'm sure R2 could play music. Yeah, but it's. But he could. Burp, 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 burp.